0: The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought-leading trailblazer.
1: Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation about a healthcare company that's on a mission to give patients a voice. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Nick Doherty, co-founder and CEO at Verbal Care. Nick, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks for having me, Joe.
1: Thanks for making the time to be here today. Before we start our discussion, Nick, could you take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background?
0: Sure. My name is Nick Doherty. Nobody ever pronounces it right. Um, <laughs> but it's it's something where just the specific part of Ireland where my family's from, I guess uh, we pronounce it funny. So, a little bit about me. I'm a computer engineer and designer by trade and I grew up with two biotech analysts as parents and I grew up in Boston, been around healthcare my whole life and when I was At the College of Engineering at Boston University, I just knew that the project that I was going to be choosing for my senior project was going to be in healthcare. And I had no idea that it was going to lead to sort of my first company and for that first company to get acquired. So it's been a crazy ride. But in the past, I've worked in advertising specifically around visual effects and have a little bit of Game design background, and I try to use that to create a great experience for patients and uh, healthcare providers.
1: Perfect. Now, could you take a couple minutes and provide our audience with a 10,000 foot overview of verbal care?
0: Verbal care is, like you mentioned in the lead in to the show, we're about giving a voice to patients. And I think that we really like that way of describing it because. It's part figurative and part literal, part philosophical and part literal, I should say. For patients who are nonverbal, that's you know really the patient population that we started with. It can be an extremely vulnerable situation to be in a hospital or to be in a care setting and not be able to get your voice heard or get your voice out there. Let's say that you've just had a stroke. You went from being able to speak one day to losing your language faculties in less than 24 hours. What do you do in that situation? How do you express yourself? And we wanted to find a solution to be able to do that. And that's sort of on the very literal side of things. Let's give patients a voice. On the more philosophical side of it, what we saw in healthcare is that there are a lot of systems that are provider-centric. So they're purchased by the providers, they're delivered by the providers, And ultimately, they work best within the four walls of the institution that they were purchased in. So they're not traveling with the patient. You know, you might go to your primary care doctor. They're using one system. You might go to your dentist. They're using another system. You go to your rehab, you know, outpatient services. They're using another system. You go to the hospital and so on and so forth. And there's nothing really that's gluing it together for the patient. So on a philosophical level, what we're excited about with verbal care is that this is a solution that's owned by the patients. So the patient's able to download verbal care, they're able to pair with their provider, they're able to communicate with their provider back and forth, it can be used inpatient, it can be used outpatient, and it can really seamlessly tie together the way that we communicate across that continuum of care. So that's really what excites me about verbal care, is that we can give a voice to people who have none, And we can also be the voice for patients as they traverse what is a pretty confusing and difficult continuum of care.
1: Nick, you gave a little about your background, but tell us what specifically inspired you to found Verbal Care.
0: It began, like I said, as a senior project at Boston University. And what really inspired us were the stories we heard from patients and their families and what they were going through, specifically the stroke patients that we first worked with. So the first thing we did as a project was we called Mass General Hospital and we asked if we could come in and shadow their stroke ward nurses. And they were uh, gracious enough to let us as students put on the scrubs and Take out a clipboard and follow nurses around for a couple of days, and we took a lot of notes. We interviewed patients, we talked with their family members, and that really gave us really the launch point for us. That we're in a prestigious institution; they have incredible staff there. The tools at their disposal for nonverbal patients—they're still not up to what, you know what I would say should be today's standards. You have a you know, push button nurse call system with a ton of different buttons. And let's say that you can't speak. You push the button. The unit secretary picks up and says, and this is an experience that, you know, we didn't necessarily see at Mass General, but it's something that we've seen through some of our other work. You push the button. The receptionist at the front desk is saying, hello, hello, hello. And this person cannot speak. And then, you know, the person hangs up the phone and, you know, that person who's not supposed to be getting out of bed, who needs assistance, who needs to go to the bathroom, who can't verbalize that they need to go to the bathroom, gets up, you know, the bed alarm goes off. It's this whole mess. And all you needed to do was have a tool there that actually let the patient say what they needed to say. And we, you know, we heard stories where people were stuck seated up all night. The day after their stroke, weren't able to get a wink of sleep because they couldn't tell somebody to lower the bed. We heard stories about patients being given the wrong medication when the patient was trying to say, no, that's not the right medication because they could not verbalize that. All they could say was no, not no, that's not the right medication. And we've heard things where patients aren't able to express that they have an allergy to certain medication because they're nonverbal. All of this really made us feel like okay, there's a gap of information flow. There's inadequate tools to help these patients who are at high risk. We looked at research and saw that you're three times more likely to have an adverse event if you're nonverbal, if you're non-English speaking, if you have difficulty communicating. And we just felt like that was a real need that needed to be addressed.
1: For sure. So tell us what you at Verbal Care are doing to improve that patient communication.
0: In its very simple form, it's a picture-based communication app that's available on a tablet. And these picture-based icons let you build a sentence. And from building those sentences, you can then send them to a caregiver, you can send them to your care team, and you can send them with anybody that you want to be paired with. So what I really enjoy about it you know, as, as an app and as a series of apps is that it's easy to connect both face-to-face and theoretically around the world. We have people that are communicating with each other across continents if they need to. Let's say that you know, you're a student who's living abroad. Your family member is back in Europe. They're in the hospital. You want to be able to be connected with them and their care team it allows you to talk with your family member's doctors. It lets you talk with your family member. It lets you stay on the same page. So I think that's something that's really unique about our platform is that it you know really helps bridge these communication gaps that exist in healthcare. So really simple, easy-to-use tablet and handheld applications.
1: How's the product evolved, Nick, over the years since it started out as a school project?
0: When we started, we were specifically focused on being that assistive call bell for the hospital. And we were very much hospital-focused, trying to eliminate that nurse call system and saying, let's make this picture-based tool that helps nurses prioritize what requests need to get filled so they come into the room already prepared for what's on the other side. So that was definitely where we began. And we use that route sort of throughout what we do today. But I would say that where we've evolved now is that We're not just saying, okay, verbal care and communication is important at the bedside. Because we know as a patient, as a human being, that's not where you start and stop your care. You're going home. You want to be more independent. And that's one of the reasons why we decided and were excited about and are excited about this recent acquisition by MSD is that it gives us the opportunity to work in that home care space where we can work on helping patients be more independent by letting them ask those questions, not just down the hall, but across towns, across the country, so they can connect with people that are the most important to them. So I think some of the things that have really changed about the platform is that we now have the family member in the conversation. We can now connect multiple providers through this patient together so you can assist with the continuum of care and transitions of care. So if a hospital is transitioning a patient into a home care environment, they can coordinate that with the supplier. They can coordinate that with a home care agency. And you can get everybody working together so that, okay, we've got a 3 p.m. discharge what are the pieces that need to get lined up? How can we get them lined up and how can we get them talking with each other? So there's a lot more that we're doing sort of outside that initial patient user experience communication interaction that's really made our system a lot more advanced in how we can help improve efficiency, help improve effectiveness and ultimately help improve the experience for the patient.
1: With that, Intrepid Healthcare will return with our guest Nick Doherty after this quick break. We'll be right back. CTG Health Solutions is proud to have been your trusted advisor for healthcare IT consulting services for over 25 years. In that time, CTG Health Solutions has provided healthcare strategic, technical, and operational consulting support to more than 600 healthcare provider and payer organizations. CTG Health Solutions satisfied clients are supported by some of the most talented healthcare consultants who have chosen CTG Health Solutions as their work home in large part due to the company's outstanding culture. As they say, the proof is in the pudding. CTG Health Solutions was named a Modern Healthcare Best Places to Work company again last year. Find out more about CTG Health Solutions and their world class culture by liking them on Facebook or stopping by their website. At www.ctghs.com, And we're back with Nick Dougherty, co-founder and CEO of Verbal Care. Nick, you mentioned a recent acquisition. Tell us about that and about how it will help evolve the company.
0: It's been a really exciting process to go through, and they're a really fantastic company. So the big opportunity for us with this acquisition is getting access to a really fantastic customer base that Medical Specialties has. They work with so many of the home care and home infusion companies that we want to be working with that it really just made sense, you know, in terms of how our visions were aligning. And, you know, I think that's something for us, you know, being a patient-centered company, we want to help promote independence and, you know, being a supplier Uh, They want to make sure that they can provide a low-cost solution for their customers and say, okay, if we need to get you a pump, if we need to get you supplies, how can we do that in a cost-effective way? And you might be like, okay, how do these two fit together? Well, what we can do is if the patient is running low on their medication, they're running low on some of their other supplies, we can ask them, hey, do you need a refill? Patient's able to plug that in. Supplies show up on their front door and you just have a seamless experience. And I think, you know, those little things that can help promote the independence of the patient, I think are going to be really exciting. You don't want to have to be stuck at your house waiting for the cable guy to show up anytime between eight and noon. You want to have a little bit more flexibility. So if verbal care can help walk you through your care plan, if it can help you connect with people when you have questions. I think it's going to make for a much better experience and working with MSD is going to give us quicker access to these customers. It's going to give us the know-how and the experience that they've had from being in the industry for decades now that we are able to take that experience, take those connections and in a matter of hours be able to roll that into the fabric of our company. That's pretty exciting and that's years of experience that we're getting practically overnight. So I think it's going to Really exciting to see how this relationship ultimately materializes into helping more patients.
1: Other than the home care market with MSD, Nick, what other markets are you pursuing? Is it the inpatient market, the nursing home type situation?
0: I think it's really important that we focus on home care for the time being. And the reason why I say that is that I don't want us to dilute the quality of the product and trying to go too many places at once. But I would say that the app that's available in the App Store, that is something that it's a patient account and you can pair yourself with whoever you want to be paired with. So we're not going to tie the patient down to just if they're connected with a provider who happens to have a license with verbal care. We're not going to just tie them down to that. So we're excited to see the different environments that patients use it on their own. And if we find that patients are using it a ton in nursing homes then we know that that's going to be the next market for us to get into. But we're going to let the patients tell us where we should go next and where they were talking to us the most was in home care. They wanted to be able to connect with their nurses, they wanted to be more independent and that's the reason why we decided to go in that
1: direction first. Understandable. Let me make sure I do understand this though. Say I owned an assisted living center, I could install your app and basically configure it for all the people who live there and we could use your app in that situation? That's correct,
0: yeah. So the big difference that we're going to have from a customization standpoint is that right now we are making it so that it's going to be a plug-and-play solution for home care. For assisted living, if you wanted to use it, it's not quite as off the shelf, So you would just have to do more customization to it. So that means that you'd have to add and create your own icons, most likely, for the picture-based board. You might need to modify some of the custom workflows so that when a patient says this, these are the actions that we want to take. So it's a little bit less automated. But if you're just looking for basic chat functionality and you want to say, okay, verbal care is going to be used as a solution for us in terms of being able to connect with our resident and connect with the resident's family, great, you can use that today. And you can have your nurse or your CNA or whoever is taking care of that resident go around and send a picture to the family and say, hey, look, mom's playing chess with her best friends today. And send that update out to the family so they can see kind of what mom's doing yeah, you can use Verbal Care for that, no problem. It's already set up to be able to do that. But as far as we're a small team, we have to stay focused and we're excited to obviously expand to these other markets, but we're focused on home care right now.
1: That's great. What else can we expect from Verbal Care, Nick, now that you're acquired and your small team's going to be focused the rest of this year and into next?
0: Ultimately, our goal is to be the connective tissue. For patient communication, we want to be that central hub and that consistent experience for the patient. We don't want them to feel like they need to remember 10 different logins to be able to pull all their information into one place. So, you know, I definitely think what you can expect from us is that, you know, we're going to continue to create unifying solutions for the patient and we're going to continue to be patient centered and we're open to feedback, we're open to ideas, we you know, we roll that into our product backlog, and ultimately we want something out there in the marketplace that patients are excited about, that they love, that they feel like it's a, it's a product that is worthy of their use. We see a lot of functional products out there, we don't see a lot of them that have a beautiful form factor to them, and we wanna help lead that charge of what consumerization has done for technology on the whole, we want to see that same kind of push, that same kind of movement happening in the healthcare space. Companies like PillPack, patients like me, have done fantastic jobs in you know, creating patient-centered experiences. And we're hoping that we can do something like that on uh, sort of the information exchange and communication side of things.
1: Outstanding. Nick, we're running a little low on time here. Before I let you go, where can people go to learn more about verbal care?
0: If you want to learn more about verbal care, you can follow us on Twitter, at Care. And you can also find us on our website, verbal.care. We also have verbalcare.com if you're not comfortable with the dot care. But, yeah, it's easy to find us. If you Google Verbal Care, you'll stumble across us pretty quickly.
1: All right, Nick, it was so great to have you. Thanks for stopping by and educating us on the great work you're doing. Thank
0: you, Joe. I appreciate it.
1: All right. That wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guest, Nick Dougherty. I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare.